Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. The art of intercepts say what needs to be said. The 49ers are expecting Brock Purdy to be the starting quarterback week one in a long NFL season. Are y'all sold on Brock Purdy? I mean, I'm not completely sold. Although I've seen a lot of talent in the young man and I think uh, he's going to do some good things, I'm not completely sold. Why am I not completely sold? Last year, he showed signs of success and he showed, you know, that he can lead a team a little bit, you know, and that's for, that was for a couple of weeks. It wasn't for a long ruling season that we all know the NFL season is about. It's a 17-week season. Does Brock Purdy have the capabilities, the character, the emotions, you know, the overall leadership to be able to lead a team? That's the big question for me. Not only that, he's coming off a, show, a, a surgery, elbow surgery. You're throwing arm, and um, we, we don't know what they expect for him. So we got to see how he embraced that surgery. Is he comfortable throwing in the same way he was last year? So all these things are, are, are to be determined. So we're waiting to see. And, and not only that, um, Brock Purdy, if you understand, he was thrown into the fire. He wasn't expecting to be the starter, and, 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 and he showed that he can be a starter. So now this year, he's thrown into the fire to be the starter. Let me tell you the difference. When you're not expecting you throwing in there, teams are not really preparing for you. So you might show some signs of success because they're not really preparing for you and they're preparing for, let's say, for instance, Trey Lance. You know what I mean? So they're preparing for his running ability, strong arms or whatnot. He likes to gun the ball down the field. Brock, you know, he might like to throw short, controlled uh, offense passes, you know, uh, type of situation. So now teams are going to see you week in and week out. They're going to be preparing for you. They're going to find your weaknesses, your strengths, and they're going to be attacking them. And that's what we got to see. Can he adapt? Can he maneuver through these situations of long ruling NFL season and overcome everything that they're throwing at? I don't know if he's mentally mature for that yet. He's only in his second year. He's a Mr. Irrelevant, the seventh round, the last pick of the draft. This is a lot for this young man. It's uh, if I, he, he was Mr. Irrelevant. I don't know if the scouts missed him, but he must have been Mr. Irrelevant for a reason. But now is his chance to seize the moment. And we got to see what he's going to do. I think he's going to come out smoking. I think he's going to come out gunning and doing his thing. But when it get cold, when um the coaches are yelling at you, there is not everything is not peaches and cream as you thought in the beginning of the season. Uh, The head coach not looking at you, not saying he might not speak to you this week. How do you embrace these things? And how do you deal with all these things? Your team is expecting you to score points. You're not scoring this game. How, does, how do you feel the defense is looking at you? They, they're stopping the team to seven points and you haven't put up no points. So all these things will be determined and we got to see. So we, we, we have, we got our eyes on, on the 49ers. And also, man let's, man, let's talk about the front office. Trey Lance, you draft Trey Lance with the third pick of the draft. You trade... Three first-round picks, you move up to pick this man. Now he's battling for the second-string backup position at quarterback? I mean, come on, come on. So that, that's a terrible situation. Now, you know, I don't know. And if he has to come in and, and relieve Brock Purdy, how would that pan out? I mean, he, he looked this so-so out there. I think he was 10 for 15 out in, in you know, the first, first couple of drives. He looked decent. Um, it was sloppy, but the stats... You know, seeing that he did pretty, pretty decent. So, you know, we're going to go with that. Um, so let's be on the lookout for the 49ers. We know the defense is going to do their thing. Let's see how that goes. New Orleans Saints. What a surprise, New Orleans Saints. Uh, 
Derek Carr, you're doing his thing. He went out there the first drive. He looked convincing. He looked like he's ready to lead this team. He looked like he belongs there. He looked like he has reinvented himself and he's embracing this new moment and he is ready to lead these Saints to uh to some glory, right? Uh, if we don't know last year, the Saints had trouble scoring and now they got Derek Carr his first year there and then the second year coach Dennis Allen. Um, Derek Carr is probably going to going to help with the scoring situation in the red zone and moving the ball. Obviously, they didn't have uh, quarterback wasn't the strong area at uh, uh, for for the New Orleans Saints. So they they uh, solved that problem by bringing De- Derek Carr in, and let's see uh, how good they're going to do. He looked it like he's ready to command that offense. I must say. Derek Carr looked it pretty good. I think the New Orleans Saints might surprise some people, so let's watch out for the uh, New Orleans Saints, right? Man, congrats, and what a blessing, man, DeMar Hamlin. DeMar Hamlin, we all saw national television in front of everybody what happened. You collapse out there. Uh, man, they had to bring him back. And um, everything he went through from then to now and just to, 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 to get through it emotionally, physically, and to be out there again on TV in front of everybody and go out there and not miss a beat and pick up right where you left off, playing at a high level, man. What a blessing, man. Hey, man, he is, he is a definitely a blessed man. I mean, what does that got to feel like? That has to feel amazing. You, 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 just, you just saw death in front of you, and now you're here doing what you love to do, your whole dream, when it was just almost taken from you right in front of your eyes. And... And now you're still here to maneuver and play the game that you love. That is what the order interception is all about, man. Taking advantage of your opportunities and not letting them pass you by. And, you know, it's like all, all situations we need to help with God, but we got to help God too. And, um, man, I just wanted to get a shout out to uh, the Hamlin, man. Um, that, was, that was impressive to see him out there running around and still doing his thing, picking up right where he left off, right in on the tackles. and. You know, he's going to continue to do good. I, I can see it. I can see it. But that brings me to a point. Another trend that's, that's out here, we see a lot of athletes that's, that's passing out and it's collapsing on the floor. We know we got the popular names, like I just named DeMar Hamlin, got the Bronny James situations, athletes all across the world that are just all of a sudden just passing and collapsing, having cardiac issues and stuff. And um, most recently, the young man, Caleb White up there, the highly uh, ranked basketball player from Alabama just passed out of nowhere and collapsed on the floor. And like I say, it's a trend. So what is this all about? What is this all about? Is this about that, that shot, man? Is, is this shot causing, causing everybody to collapse and fall out? Because, uh, man, I've I never seen it like this before. You got healthy, well-in-shape men that go out and train every day and work. I mean... You understand. I don't know if y'all understand how much an athlete trains and well conditioned. When you when you're an athlete and you and you've been an athlete your whole life and you go to your regular primary doctor and you do your heart rate check uh check and all check all your your valves and then your numbers and stuff, he's gonna be like, geez, man, your heart is strong, right? That's that's how an athlete's uh heart and and, and strong his heart is. You know what I mean? From 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 being an athlete and training and running around and exercising every day. So with this trend going on, man, we got to watch out. We got to watch out for our kids, our young men in our life. And I think it's, you know, I'm not a doctor. Disclaimer, I'm not an expert or anything. I'm just telling you what I think. And I think it, it got to probably do something with blood clots or something like that, man. So I don't know, man. Just get checked out or 
just uh you know double check and, and be watch be watching out for, for for situations that might not feel the same or whatever because you know we gotta we gotta help each other and we don't want to see our kids our young men and women um continue to pass out so uh uh be watching out for that man and and let's try to nip that in the bud or the interception say what needs to be said thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube you know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.